0: You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we continue our exclusive coverage. Not exclusive. I'm not doing third watch. I'm doing lost here this week, Ben. It's not exclusive. Um, (laughs) Welcome back to lost coverage. the (laughs) The 58th podcast on the internet to be doing uh, Lost, including... Uh, Literally, there was an official Lost podcast yes. when it was there. <laughs> uh, alongside Lost, etc. And um, Lost has a podcast and <laughs> whatever that shit one Ryan Brink does. Uh, but we're here back for another episode <laughs> of Lost in our non-exclusive series. We are up to the third uh, season... Still, the exclusive third season, only on the Oz Network. we use the, uh, the third season of Lost being talked about. We are up to the seventh episode. It's called "Not Not in Portland." Po- oh <laughs> my god! Do we need to start again? Would you like to host this one? Uh, it's called "Not in Portland." Uh, <laughs> Not a podcast host, Um, first aired on the 7th of February, 2007, it's written by Carlton Cuse and Jeff Pinker, and directed by Stephen Williams, I have no idea what the hell is happening on this episode, but I'll start off by saying, my name is Ben, and lift up your shirt. Uh, And my name is Noah, and I have a feeling we're not in Portland anymore, Ben. (laughs) A feeling we don't know how to host a podcast anymore. My God, how many of have I done <laughs> <No>. before? <laughs> what is this show? Um, lost. Lost. I've never heard of it. I thought uh, this was Murphy Brown. <laughs> and now that famous Murphy Brown catchphrase Hi, I'm Murphy Brown. Um, <laughs> but um, after the first six episodes of the third season. Hi, Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> download Double oh, Seven to hear best of moments because <laughs> it was better than this crap. Um, but we're out, we're out we're out of the six episode stretch that was the beginning of season yeah, three, yeah, yeah. and we are back for an episode which I enjoy This episode, I mean, you don't like Juliet, but I think you enjoy this episode, don't you? Yeah, you can definitely tell the thirteen week gap in both airing but the gap they probably have with filming as well was just the quality is just upped majorly. Um finally something is happening and uh this is kind of like all the best Cowboys have daddy issues where this episode is just nonstop. It just goes, goes goes and uh, after <laughs> Kate getting married to Nathan Fillion and Sawyer in prison with George Costanza and uh <laughs> Locke and Jesse Pinkman pushing drugs, <sighs> finally, we have an interesting backstory because every time we get a new character's backstory, it's normally pretty interesting, so yeah, not in Portland is a good episode, and I think that I remember watching this one when it first aired, and just being completely blown away by because I think kind of we get a lot of um like, the whole bus situation, like, they're getting hit by a bus coincidence <laughs> thing, like, and things like that, and, yeah, I I, I, I think it was a, one of these ones where it kind of, like, it really starts to give you these questions, which is what we like about the show, well, some people. <laughs> it took you to season three to start asking questions. Yeah, I just, the whole time, I'm like, oh, I know the answer to this. It's a <laughs> Yeah, that's explainable. You thought it was a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Lost is getting serious. Often compared to early Murphy Brown. Um so, only early, only first two season Murphy Brown. Yeah. Uh the the um spin-off <laughs> before connection. Jump the shark. <laughs> For it jumped the shark. Um Early Brown coming soon to the uh Lost Cinematic Universe. I don't know what I was trying to say. But I I I, I am a Juliet fan, so and I think kind of you mentioned uh was it last week or the week before about how you know, there's only so much we can really learn about our favorite crash survivors. You know, we've had 3,000 Jack flashbacks and 3,000 Locke flashbacks and 3,000 Kate flashbacks. And now the fact that we get a, a first ever flashback for Juliet, and this is why I think you mentioned that it, it's kind of it's interesting because we don't really know who these people are. So it's kind of, it, it opens up a whole new can of, lo- of knowledge, basically. It's fresh. Fresh. Exclusive. You never flash. did get that Libby flashback. Though. No. Well, that's the Cynthia <laughs> Wattruss gets lost, or whatever the hell it was called. Which have you watched yet? No. Oh, I st- did watch uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, not Since we last talked. Ant Man and the Lost. Not Cynthia Wattruss. <laughs> what? It's actually not bad. Like, the Cynthia. It's like, it's got a, it's a unique charm about it. Um, oh, so, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. It's gets lost. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp gets lost. Um But that as was, always, we're gonna kind I, of I liked go that better than the other Ant-Man. You you liked you liked it better than the first one? Yeah, I mean I think they were kind of pretty there, much the same movie. More, well <laughs> There was more Evangeline. Um, but not as much as I think there should be, considering the movie was the Wasp. The <laughs> Wasp. <laughs> it should just there be Ant Man and a little was. bit extra Wasp. But I'm wondering what the next one is. Ant-Man and... What is it? The Ant-Man and the... The bee. The cricket? <laughs> <laughs> the cricket. Yes, it's uh, Ant-Man trying to reinvigorate the Australian cricket team into a good team again. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a, a great movie. <laughs> I know what you meant. It was a bad joke. <laughs> Paul Rudd right? pulled that off. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm i not a, a a big fan of the Marvel movies or... Like, I know that's a controversial thing, but I enjoyed the Ant-Man ones. They were good. Ant-Man's, out of all the Marvel movies, out of all 7,312 that they've had, um, I rank Ant-Man as my favourite just because um, it's got a bit of old-school comic bookness to it. Fun. And you, yeah, it's fun. Like, you can kind of watch it on its own without having to have seen the other 13,000 to know, oh, that's that person from the third movie. That's... Significant. <laughs> um. Well, I was severely behind these movies, and I went to see that latest Avengers one, uh, and I was very lost. Um, no, no pun intended. Not Cynthia Watchdrop, it's like. I, I watched The Thor in the Dark World <laughs> yesterday, and it was atrocious. Yeah, um. often regarded as one of the worst, yes. <laughs> And I have to say, I think I enjoyed the Ant Man ones more than the popular Black Panther one, which I also recently watched. Overrated, Black Panther. Um, Very overrated. It's uh, It's a fine. They went to Korea. Mm. Yeah, coming soon. Noah catches up on Marvel films. I just watched Iron Man the other day. Um, That's (laughs) got some potential. We could just sit here, and I could just <laughs> give my thoughts. You can you can tell it's been a week since I've talked about pop culture. So I started watching these movies Sorry. the other day. I think they're called Star Wars or something like that. I right did before. I did rewatch uh, the Temple of Doom, and I have to say, my favourite Indiana Jones film. But anyway, not important. Speaking of Indiana Jones, um, Juliet, you can tell when I've I've been in Korea for so long, not talking about pop culture. that... I'm sorry. Finally saw the fifth season of Water Rats the other day, Ben. It was pretty good. <laughs> right, we have, to go, we have to go back. We have to go back. Uh, no, we have to go back. We've kind of only got the flashback and uh, Hydra Island. We don't have anything else on the main part of the island this episode, do we? So uh, what would you like to start yep. with, flashback or Hydra? Well, I would say let's do it the way we've always done it, Flashback. No, 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 no reason to break an unbroken well, <laughs> right. an exclusive episode one. we've got to target our new listeners <laughs> <laughs> now that we've officially taken over the internet for yeah. lost coverage like every other lost podcast has been banned we're it now um, yeah, got the time f- to change things up yep, time, to, time to get special um, Juliet is uh, crying because she's on a beach and it's kind of got, um, it's like that fake-out opening, isn't it? Similar to what we had, you know, in all the season premieres. Yeah, so um, she walks back inside. Uh, we see Ethan. Hello, Ethan. That's um, the <laughs> Oz Network's Ethan. We've had him on the show. <laughs> um, and- I love seeing Ethan on the show. He's been in more episodes after he died. I like just his sinister like little, hello, because like, you know he's a bit <laughs> off. <laughs> that hair, Ethan. Yes, exactly. Harry Ethan. <laughs> Hashtag Hairy Ethan. Um, uh, we find a woman sleeping, and she's uh, filling it up with a sy- She's Well, not the woman. She's filling a syringe up with some <laughs> liquid. Um, and then, basically, this all... Uh, comes down to the fact that we think that we're on the island and um, she doesn't need help doing it. But uh, we find that this is Juliet's sister and that essentially they're, this is a flashback because we're in Miami for some reason. Miami again. Uh, Nathan Fillion, TV's Nathan <laughs> Fillion is uh, somewhere down uh, involved lots, in this. Lots of Miami lately online. I know. I guess they could have probably just choose it because they're like, oh, Hawaii, Florida, kind of the same place. <laughs> None you of get these. Oh, that's not where Dexter. Sydney is. Awesome. Yes Possibly That would have been good um, like, If only my ex-husband was dead Then yeah. Dexter <laughs> Ding Ding I remember when Dexter was good <laughs> uh, oh, Can we do Dexter? glory day Like after we've done Well possibly? four seasons on, right? <laughs> Yeah exactly We'll just quit after Before Julie Styles gets into it Oh he's a lumberjack Oh cool uh, <laughs> Apparently they're in talks to bring her back So who knows uh, yeah. Well, if Murphy Brown can come back, that's that's the new that's the new bar, like TV executive room. Okay, guys, we really want to bring back Mash. Oh, guys, well, hang on. If Murphy Brown can come, oh, true story. Murphy Brown has officially ruined reboots forever because now there's no bar. We really want to bring back the event. Guys, it didn't really do too well. Hey, remember, Murphy Brown, true, have a million dollars per episode. <laughs> they brought back Heroes, which was cancelled, didn't have an end. It was cancelled. So they're bringing cancelled shows back now. Yeah. They try and reboot shows that were great and like, oh, 24, yeah, no, I think we can improve that with a new cast and a person who's kind of boring and bland. Why do we need to bring back Kiva Sutherland? Yeah, let's do that again. That went well for you guys, didn't it? Yep. Uh, don't bring watch back it. Dexter. Hashtag bring back uh, Veronica's closet. How about that? Do you remember that show? <laughs> no? All right, Colin gets that joke. You don't. Moving on. Um so <laughs> yeah so we're in Miami um and we find later on uh, the next bit we've got Juliet sneaking through a, a like a medical lab essentially and we uh, did I mention that this woman that she's injecting is a sister uh, sorry. You did I did uh what's her name Rachel is it Rachel right, Rachel yeah again last week Monica <laughs> yeah this week the other one can't wait Phoebe to be in it next week <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, yeah, she's in uh, the hospital. She's calling to confirm a, an appointment. She's stealing some drugs because Juliet's got a crack addiction, apparently. <laughs> it's just uh, a recycling Charlie story, yeah. I <laughs> Um. She just needs to put on a British accent. <laughs> sort off! What is it? We're on Miami. We're on a frickin' island. <laughs> what <did he> <laughs> oh, spoiler for next week. Um, but uh, meanwhile, she has to hide because there's footsteps and uh, voices. And, oh, no, there's a man who looks very like a Drazen from season one of 24. Oh, wait, it is. Um, Zelko Ivanek. I don't know if you recognize him at all, um, a.k.a. Andre Drazen from 24. Um, and as Juliet is hiding, and uh, I'm just going to call him Andre and he's macking it on with some woman. Uh, her phone rings. And uh, we. He really. <laughs> he gets lucky a lot in this episode, of Ed. He does. Um, Mr. Ed, and like, really, why? Like, he's kind of weird looking. Uh, <laughs> this is you and the <laughs> the warden, all the <laughs> You're very judgmental of other men's looks. Well, it's 2019, Noah. I feel bad for always just a, you know making fun of, or well, not making fun of, but saying women are attractive. <laughs> so I'm now saying that all men are ugly. <laughs> Ben sick of making fun of women. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to be. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's getting boring. So. <laughs> I want to be. You know, less judgmental of women and more judgmental of men in 2019. I feel. I feel like I'm gonna share the love. Equality rules. Um, you know, gender fluid and all that crap. Um, but <sighs> that's got nothing to do with it. I don't know why I said that. Whatever. Um, and basically, Juliet is his ex-wife, um, and. She's gonna leave because she's saying that she came back to get something, and he's like, "Can you turn off the light?" As he, like, who is who is this guy? Just like bringing in random, you know, lab assistants. And I love the bit like the next bit. Like, I'm the new lab assistant. Of course, you are. Uh- <laughs> uh, it's very Bondian of yes. Mister Ed. <laughs> Mister Ed. <Uh-oh. laughs> um, Sherry. Who has her own uh, page on Lostpedia, of course. Are there theories? She there does. Are there. there are theories. Oh, <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. You're gonna love this one. Sherry is a spy, like the one Saeed engages in Berlin. <laughs> she is placed in the social environment of Juliet's ex-husband to make him spy on Juliet's oh, work. When Richard Alpert notices that the other side is close to catch Juliet away from them, he has to improvise. He makes Ryan drive a bus that kills Edmund Boone. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Who's Ryan? (laughs) There is an other called Ryan, but he's completely unrelated to this story. (laughs) Richard makes Ryan try to (laughs) bust. Can, oh we, can we rename this podcast oh. Richard Makes Ryan Drive a Bus The Lost Podcast That's our tagline <laughs> Oh I want to see that flashback Ryan <laughs> Get to the bus <laughs> It's not even spelled Juliet right In the... The I felt that I swear they've spelled simultaneously wrong as well. Like that <laughs> doesn't look right. I have. They've spelled it very wrong. Simultaneously. Thanks, <laughs> Juliet. Double T. So it's oh. simul- simultaneously. Ironically, Ryan is killed by a bus. <laughs> it's not ironic because it never happened. <laughs> Oh, Who this page? Doesn't it usually say, like, edited by or something like that? Um, oh. Edit history. Oh, there's talk. Never change. Oh, lost <laughs> media, never change. Um, talk, Sherry. The lost media theory policy for more detail. I says, can't imagine they have a strong theory policy. I like the theory talk page. Where was it said that Jack met a Sherry in Thailand? Question mark. From Trickinson, 10.38am on the 13th of February 2007. Here, from Spoiler X, it seems. Chris, 10.44, 13th of February 2007. <laughs> oh. oh, we need to interview them. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Welcome to the show. <laughs> um, Man, tell us why you thought Brian would be driving the bus. Here on the exclusive Lost Podcast, we get the big names as we interview the editor of the Sherry Theories on Lostpedia. He finally reveals who Ryan is in an exclusive Lost fans have been waiting years to find out about. Oh, my favourite part of doing this whole, even through the bad episodes, just the Lost Theories <laughs> make it all worthwhile. <laughs> uh. Never change. I'm just disappointed there's not a page on this mysterious Ryan. Um, <laughs> there must be a Ryan page. He does show up later on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Juliet the next day is interrupted by Ryan Sherry, um, who we find out is a new research assistant, uh, oh and that God. she uh, her ex-husband wants to see her. Um, and then we find out that Mr. Ed... Is completely aware of what Juliet's been doing, um, and that he suspects that the patient's sister. And um, we haven't actually found out what she's doing at this point, have we? So um, he's saying that hey, we we can do this together, and this could change, you know, science and shit, making them both rich. And then yeah, (laughs) that's his Tinder broke. The same thing to Sherry and Ryan. Uh, later on, we can. I'm shipping see- Ed and Mr. Uh, Mr. Friendly, Tom and Mr. Anne. <laughs> oh God! Um, imagine, imagine if she was like hiding, and then you hear them like banging in, <laughs> coming into the research lab. <laughs> Big old Tom. You'll <laughs> turn off the line. <laughs> sorry, Kate, you're not my type. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Ryan, you're not my type. Um <laughs> Uh, but we find later on that Juliet's with Richard Yay uh, Well, not like that <laughs> I wish, that's a good couple Why not? He's a bit old for her Well, he's a bit old for everyone, really He what have did this. Yeah, good good point, good point <laughs> But yeah, first appearance of Richard Who at this point seems very un-Richard-like Oh, so is this the like, very first suspect- Richard appearance, is it? Yeah, so who would suspect that this guy would then go on to have such a big appearance in the show because he's very just just random other in this episode, but uh, Richard's great. He's always been one of my favourites. It just goes to show how much I've just kind of am used to Richard just randomly appearing every now and then. (laughs) I thought we'd seen him by now. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't notice because he's just, in this episode, he's just very just Richard. Well, I've always said that he is just Jeff Probst's twin. Um. So. Well, it makes sense because Jeff Probst also doesn't age. So yeah. I well, guess exactly. Jeff exactly. Was touched Richard. Richard's got a little bit less Botox, though. Um. <laughs> but. Uh. Yeah, I love Richard, and who who, who who plays Richard? I don't know if I've ever seen him in anything else except for Lost. He's actually you have because he is the mayor. Oh, of course, in the Dark Knight. The movies. Dark Knight. That clicked. Yeah. Which I have to say. The mayor in The Dark Knight is not a memorable role, but he was in The Dark Knight. He is actually... Nesta Carbonell is his name. 51 years old. Um, No. Well, I mean now, maybe. Now. Um, Also known (laughs) for Bates Motel and Ringer. Mm, Which is a Carlton Hughes show. There you go. Um... He's great, though, but I always think Nesta Carbonell sounds like an Italian dish. (laughs) Can I have a plate of Nesta Carbonell, thanks? (laughs) But I feel so bad for him because the amount of interviews he's had where people have asked him if he wears eyeliner, (laughs) and I once, I'm not joking, this is completely true, I saw an interview where the interviewer gave him a makeup wipe (laughs) so that he could wipe his eyes to Prove to the world he doesn't wear eyeliner, and I've never seen a more uncomfortable interview subject than poor old Nesta at that moment. So justice for Nesta. That that is an incredibly <laughs> random <laughs> thing. It's horrible. Can we just can we just have that now from now on? That whenever we get somebody on this show, uh, excuse me, uh, do you wear eyeliner? Like just like that's our random question Give of the week. And this week's uh, question brought to you by Nestin Nestor Carbonell. do you wear eyeliner? <laughs> are you wearing makeup right now? That is that's is... all, all all of our interviews, it doesn't yeah. matter who it is. And also, our uh, final question, who is Ryan?
1: <laughs> who? Matthew exactly. Fox. Are, you,
0: are you wearing eyeliner? <laughs> oh, Matthew Fox is on the phone right now. I'm wearing eyeliner. Oh wait, no, that's seen Summer holder. Um, I'm wearing eyeliner. In Summer ben. holder. He he would wear makeup. I reckon makeup. Yeah, Yeah. but But he can pull it off. Somehow he can pull anything off. Um, (laughs) That's true. Rude. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Including Shane. Well, yep, he did. Uh, So yes, this is the first Richard appearance. Uh, He's from a place uh, trying to basically get Juliet to uh, come out to this research facility. Uh, and then he shows a, uh, I guess, CT scans or something along those lines, X rays of a womb. Um, Juliet says that this woman must be in her seventies. Um, and then Richard is like, like this woman, uh, like me, and she's only very young. Um, and. Yeah, basically, trying to bribe old Juliet to come and work for them. Um, Juliet starts to cry. Her ex-husband would never let her go. Um, and then I, this is when he's kind of like, oh, how would we, you know, get to talk to your husband? Oh, he'd have to get hit by a bus. Which he clearly does. Now, sort of. By Ryan. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, I feel like there's only two opinions on this. Do you love this, or do you hate this whole bus thing? <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing there are theories around this. Like, I mean, it's... I don't know well, if I... Well, I mean, I guess it's just the opposite. But well, I can uh, I don't know if I love it silly. or hate it, because I think it's kind of one of these moments where, like, the first time you see it, you, you're shocked. Like, I think any time a TV show can pull off a person getting hit by a bus well. Um, uh-huh. Like, I mean, in Nip Tuck, there's a very similar moment where kind of... Sean basically slept with the babysitter and like, she's about to go to the cops and claim he raped her. And just out of nowhere, a bus comes and kills her. And you're like, holy fuck, where did the hell did that come from? Um, it, was Ryan. <laughs> it was right. Ryan's in, he's, there we go. we <laughs> just finally the missing link. And well, the third watch lost in Nip Tuck podcast. It's Ryan. He's the one. He's all of them. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think it's just one of these little subtle things that, yeah, it, it when you see it for the first time you're like holy crap like what does this mean um but I don't know I've never really thought if I liked it or hated do you like it or hate it I don't really like it because I think it could have been a really sinister thing if like oh if my husband was dead and then the husband shows up dead that's like oh it was the others who have killed him so that they can do anything to get Juliet but the whole like saying to Richard oh I would like to if only my husband was hit by a bus like that's just (laughs) It just seems very Like I I like the idea of the others killing Mr. Ed to get Juliet to the island, but I don't really like the whole... It's kind of funny, but it's just a bit too quirky for me. I think it would have been a bit funny if she's like, oh, how can we, you know, what can we do to make your husband change his mind? Oh, get him viciously savaged by wolves and raped and then his eyeballs put oh. peeled out and put in banana soup and then taken to East Africa oh. where he is put on show in a bridal competition and have his nipples ripped off by an elderly woman oh. and then, like, that all happens. Then she would be like, hang on a minute, everything that I said happened, <laughs> Um whereas... I think uh she should have said if only something would happen to Sherry rather <laughs> than <laughs> Yes. Ed. Oh, no, not Sherry. <laughs> Sherry's linked with Brian. Um, they're very close. <laughs> um, so, um, Julia goes but of home. Of course, this is also kind of the origins of a big part of season three is going to be the whole people not giving birth on the island storyline. Mm. Um, which you can tell now after they've come back from their break that now they're putting in the gears for the season and they're not just <clears throat> they're not just Sitting in cages all the time. Now you can see they've got a, at least a bit of a plan. Well, I mean, they could be in cages getting hit by buses. Like, it could be a big cage or something like that. Like, I don't know, Jurassic Park cage or with a bus. I don't know what I was going with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the bus has to do with the pregnant storyline beyond this moment. But it's driven by Ryan. That's what it's got to do with the, bu- <laughs> the storyline. Ryan's the father. Um, Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet goes back home to her sister, and we find out that she's pregnant. Yay! Um, and that uh, she just has to try and get healthy again. Does what does she say? See the little bugger grow up or something like that. Um, so it's kind of it's a sweet moment. Do we like Rachel? Yeah, Rachel's kind of nice. I, I'm just glad that Juliet doesn't have like a. Like a, a daddy issue. Hotline, really. Well... Or immediately makes Rachel better. Um, Rachel theories, anyone? Um, she is Rachel Brennan, got... wife of Tom Brennan, mother to Connor. Um, Juliet's <laughs> experiment is one of parthenogenesis. There is no father. Oh, so she's like Sh-me. Uh Rachel is <laughs> wife of Jake. <laughs> Shmee. Oh, my God. Um, mentioned from previous episodes. Anakin Skywalker was not immaculately conceived. Smee's a... Oh, I don't want to say. It. It's like, Smee got around, all right? Like, she... You know, there's a father out there somewhere. Come on. He's a slave woman. Come on. <laughs> Watto is the father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Tartarian! <laughs> oh, Lord. No, I'm not! <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> some kind of Jedi waving your hand like that? Let's wait for JJ Abrams in episode nine for that big reveal. <laughs> oh God! Um, yes. So, um, where are we up to? Oh, uh, Mister gets hit by a bus. Uh, <laughs> finally, uh, I've got a question. When the one thing is, as I say before, like I like it when a good bus comes along and gets hit, but like. What is this bus driver doing? A, he's driving that fast. <laughs> B, this head stepped out for two seconds. Like, how, why is that bus driver doing, like, 80 in a 40 zone? <laughs> it's it's right. <laughs> the theories told us why. The mean streets of but Miami I, where bus drivers just... But the thing is, you, ha- you have to imagine, A, it's either Jacob like someone who's working for Jacob, or it's just the others. But you have to imagine, I wonder which other drew the short straw for this job. because <laughs> you imagine the cops are going to be after this bus? Yeah, exactly. What do they do? Just, like, wave a magic wand and go back to the island, basically? Well, stranger things have happened on this show. Um, I do like, though, the shock factor of this moment and kind of, like, Juliet's yeah, reaction. Is- and yeah. Um, and then, like, later on when we see Juliet at the morgue, like, for a guy who's just been slammed by a bus doing 80, like, he's pretty well intact. Like, I'm sorry, that guy's splattered everywhere. It, uh, just on the morgue, there is a page for morgue employee, <laughs> and there is some trivia. Oh, God. Uh, Name's Ryan? Uh, the character had two cut lines which was simply the morgue employee confirming that the body was Ed's and then confirming that Juliet was Ed's ex-wife. You can see why those were cut from the... But do you want to know where that trivia comes from? Uh, Lostpedia? No. Stephen oh. LeBlash, oh, they did an interview with Lostpedia him! Lostpedia Oh, can we read this? <laughs> do you watch Lost? We can I didn't players. watch Lost, but then I heard the buzz about the show... <laughs> All right, you be the interviewer and I'll give the highlights of the interview. Did you watch Lost? If so, are you uh, a diehard fan or just a casual viewer? And do you have a favourite episode, watch- character, etc.? My favourite character has got to be Locke. For me, he is the everyman and overcomes what's been thrown at him. My favourite episode is not important. <laughs> <laughs> But that's because of the cast, because you're in <laughs> it! Oh, This is like the chicken man all over again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was it like to act alongside Elizabeth Mitchell? Are there any memorable stories from your time on set? The only thing I recognised her from was the Santa Claus. <laughs> the person that I was geek- geeked out about was Zelig. Zillico I've always been a huge Oz fan. I love the character. I felt sorry for him during the first part of our shoot because the lab was 65 degrees and he had to lie down. <laughs> I originally had three lines on the show <laughs> and the first two lines got cut. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Um you had previously stated that you were concerned about Lost filming in the labs at your university, but later wait, was he a real doctor? <laughs> uh. Originally, the show contacted us and wanted to film in the lab, but I politely told them they couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> During- <laughs> Hi, it's During Lost, the we same- to film in your lab. No! During the third season, the same request was made, and once again, I vetoed the idea. <laughs> Then someone went further up the chain and I was requested by my bosses to be supportive of the shoot. (laughs) I did not want the families of our donors to think the loved ones were being used to film a TV show. Oh gosh, he said no to Lost, and he still ended up on the show. I love the I fact think that... he's a real Borg employee. I love the fact that it's like Lost Media. Have you thought about doing any more acting roles? I am honoured to be part of a small part of such a great piece of pop culture. <laughs> I love his uh, page Stephen Labrash. He's got a nice little Hawaiian shirt there, um, but I love that he got the job by saying no to them twice. <laughs> Do you honestly think that, like, we reached out to, like, the main actors, right? Like, and we got a couple. Like, people had been in, I don't know, like, five or more episodes. I think Lostpedia literally sent a request to every single person who's appeared on the screen of Lost. And, uh, initially, he said no twice, but then they contacted his bosses. <laughs> just just made look him at, <laughs> look at their little box here where they've got interviews, right? So, main cast... Literally four people. Francis, Francois Chow, they've got, they've got Michael Emerson, Jorge Garcia, and Rebecca Matter. That's the four main cast. And they've got Crew, and they've got Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof, more than we've ever got. But then you go down to Supporting Cast. Look at the amount of supporting cast they've had on the show. Oh, my God. Um, and a I for sure up, no. That is crazy. That was a lost ninja. Um, No Oz Network on there. Anyway. uh, (laughs) So... Oh, God. I love these things. um, Richard Alpert shows up. Uh, So does Ethan. She half recognises Ethan, (laughs) according to Lostpedia. And then, you know, she's a bit freaked out about the whole, like, you... I said he should get hit by a car. And uh, a apparently. Uh, he got hit by a swear word. Uh, hit by a bus. And Richard's like, oh, I didn't know about. It. It's a tragic accident. Um, and then he knows that her sister is pregnant, which is kind of a bit creepy. The way he's like, oh, very thorough recruitment process. Who is she told? Like two people. <laughs> um, and basically, he's like, you should come join us for six months. Um she wants to take a sister. Uh, Richard says, oh, it's a little bit difficult because it's so remote. And she's like, Well Portland's not that remote and well it's not quite in Portland. Burr, burr, burr. Roll credits. She thought she would be living in domestic bliss. Yeah. Little did she know. Mildly flirting with uh, <laughs> Portland locals. Um, it's the one state on, I love uh, I want to see the spin off of Ethan and uh, Richard in Hawaiian shirts just running around Miami like I wanna see this spin off. How often does Richard leave the island? I don't know. I I mean, he sees Lost, Locke as a little boy. Uh, how many other ones is there? Uh, I want to get William the back on the show and just be like, hey, what was it like? Um, did you meet Morgan? With... <laughs> <laughs> and also, do you wear makeup? Yeah. <laughs> do you wear eyeliner? Who's Ryan? Uh... <laughs> uh, oh what do you think of the flashback, though? I mean, obviously, fan? Uh, I really like the flashback, but it, it kind of works as a two-parter with the next Juliet flashback to really show the impact because she said it's not exactly Portland, and obviously we know it's the island, but until we see Juliet actually arriving on the island, but it's a little heartbreaking knowing Richard and that, that they say six months and it's a little remote and we know that Juliet's still on the island and hasn't been allowed to go back. So it's quite heartbreaking to watch um, but I love seeing Ethan back. Juliet's great in this, and uh, it, it's got some fun moments, but it's also quite sinister. So this is easily the best flashback of the season so far, and it's just much fresher than the rest. And Yeah, I like that we're up quite in Portland and setting up Juliet's journey to the island. Of course, this flashback. And really showing awesome that... Man. Well, just seeing another as well, like, in a flashback, and seeing that some of these others have come from just normal lives. I don't get the people who say, oh, they never answered who the others were. Well, this is an answer. Some of the others have come just being recruited to the island. Like, Some were in the plane crash, like uh, TV's Kimberly Joseph later becomes another. Like, this is an answer, this entire flashback. Uh, and I like that we see that she could have just kept living her life and never went to the island. But It's nice seeing people who come to the island not from the plane crash. It's always fascinating. T- TV's Kimberly Joseph robbed of a flashback episode. Um, Definitely. Yep. You know, just her on a beach somewhere. She's probably like um, Claire's neighbour or something like that with um, probably <laughs> neighbors theory of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, she probably does have theories. I've just never looked at it. Um, so, back on the island. Uh, Jack, of course, our big cliffhanger. Um, yeah. Telling Sawyer and Kate to Damn it, Kate, run! Um, and uh, obviously we want the story told Of when they first met uh, So Kate and Sawyer do a runner um, And Sawyer bashing up uh, What's-his-face a little bit more Up against the uh, the food Danny. button um, so What they- I don't get about this is How come Sawyer doesn't get electrocuted When he electrocutes Danny? Because he's holding on to Danny because Sawyer grew superpowers over that 13-week break or something like that. Fish Ryan bis- gave them to him, clearly. Fish biscuit immunity. Yeah, fish biscuit <laughs> The winner of fish biscuit immunity, Sawyer! Sawyer <laughs> wins! Um, so they're out of the cages. Yay, no more cages. Oh, um, we definitely need to do a Survivor Lost episode. one. A Survivor one- Lost episode. Yeah, run through who would who would be our first? Who would win? Oh well, our hero Jack would win, of course. But uh, it took us like a year between episode yeah. one of season three and episode two of season three, so we'll we'll put that on the back We'll we'll be done by the time the Lost reboot's finished. Um, so yeah, more characters, and and by the time Survivor literally has done a season featuring <laughs> Lost actors, um, <laughs> Matthew Fox, <laughs> <laughs> wait. Oh, he's here. see, but actually, you got to realize you you know why that bus was driving so fast It's because Matthew Fox was running after trying to hit the driver, so that's that's why it was driving. It so wasn't fast. sorta, Jeff. <laughs> I was, was violated, there. humiliated. Yeah. Matthew came right up to me. He could have went to anyone else. <laughs> Oh, back when I could quote Survivor. I don't think I could quote Survivor anymore. And in the end, I feel like it should be like the island spirits intended it to, for the Jack to eat the Hurley. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, way around. Wouldn't it be the point? other way around? Oh, that's just fattest. Uh, <laughs> probably Claire uh, would win and, and Jeff Rose would hate the season. I think Hurley would win. <laughs> it's so actually yeah. Hurley's anyway, Rupert. the Rupert of Lost. <laughs> Who the hell? <laughs> Rupert would be great. A lot. The Rupert flashback. <laughs> Laura showing up. Raya. Raya, if you press the button. Beep. 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 My neighbours are going to love me for that Raya. Who the hell didn't push the button in time? <laughs> Who the hell didn't push it? I was going to push the button, but then I didn't. <laughs> Do not mistake coincidence what fate. <laughs> you know, coaches lock like. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I said we're doing an episode about this. I didn't say it would be right now. Um. Yeah, the cages are gone. Juliet calls Jack a liar, basically, and uh, tells Danny and that to capture back uh, Kate and Sawyer, kill them if necessary. Uh, and then Juliet basically informs Jack that they're on a different island and they can't escape, which didn't Jack... I mean, Jack knew they were underwater. I guess he didn't know they were on a different island, right? Um, so, uh, and then Jack tells Tom how Juliet asked him to kill Ben. Uh, but I, I love how, like, Juliet denies it and Tom believes Jack. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is that? Like, does Tom not like Juliet? Am I missing something here? That was an unaired flashback. Oh, The okay. tension between... Too. Right, sex. I'm fiction. joking. I don't know. She's just not his type. <laughs> yes, he's got a bit of a crush on Jack I feel, as Tom. <laughs> Definitely. Who does? They're playing football. <laughs> and that was a censored version. Um, so <laughs> Jack and I uh, oh, sorry, Kate and Sawyer get to the beach. They're calling Jack to get some help. Uh, they start getting shot at. Uh, and the walkie talkie gets destroyed by a crossfire. Uh, and then Sawyer runs out of ammo, is about to get shot uh, before Alex, of course, comes in and saves the day Bonjour. with a slingshot. So, this is why Alex was just sauntering around the jungle before. Like, where is he? Where is he? Oh. She just runs around shooting people with her slingshot all the I time. I like Alex. I'm, I'm, I'm weirdly attracted <laughs> to Alex. Like, you know. And she's legal age before you say anything. Um, so, she's now fifty-one. Yes, yeah, she, <laughs> she's Richard's wife. Um, and they hide in the hole in the ground. Oh, hole has its own link on Lostpedia. Alex's hideout. Here we go. All uh, oh, there's theories. Here we go. Uh <laughs> it was uh, Rousseau's hole. Have you literally seen the theory for Alex's hideout? It was used for Alex gone. and Carl Alex at one gone. point. Okay. <laughs> For what? <laughs> <laughs> Underground sex? <laughs> I saw uh, Kate and Sawyer in the cage. and not yeah. inspired. I love how it's got unanswered questions. For fan theories about these unanswered questions, see Alex hideout theories. What was it? What was its original purpose? <laughs> Did Alex make the hideout? Are there much more such hideouts around the island? Unanswered questions. What was it? First scene, not in Portland. Last scene, not in Portland. Constructed by Alex. Controlled by abandoned. (laughs) Where's the interview with Alex's hideout? Uh, (laughs) Oh, I I initially said no to being a hideout on Lost. (laughs) But somebody went above my head, which isn't that uncommon because I am a hideout in the ground. (laughs) Um... So uh I I I love my I I love how Ben wakes up here though, because it's kind of I guess creepy. Like how is he how is he awake? Mm. Um and just Michael Emerson, amazing. I mean god, the guy's half drugged and he's owning the scene. <laughs> he's brilliant. He owns the episode. Uh like let's be honest, Michael Emerson not acting here. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, Oh, I'm such a bender last night. <laughs> Put me on the table Uh, He asks that Juliet be brought to him um, And meanwhile Kate and Alex and Sawyer All leave their place Um, There's no tunnel to the island But she'll take them by boat If they help her rescue Carl Um, Carl's like the most random character In this show Because like, Alex Mm -hmm. just pops in and out Every now and then Everyone (laughs) seems to hate Carl except for Alex And then spoiler alert He just (laughs) randomly gets shot like, who is Carl? Like, what is the point of him? I can see why people hate him. They hate him? Is he hated? Well, I mean, no one likes him. <laughs> oh, do you mean that aspect? I thought you meant, like, the fans. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know the fan opinion on Carl, to be completely honest with All you. Right, both man. our listeners, uh, <laughs> send us in a message. Do you like Carl or not? We'll answer it in about six we'll months. put a poll more. up <laughs> yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> Carl, yes or no? <laughs> uh, could Alex do better? Uh, <laughs> Definitely. are well, not many young people on the island. No, because the babies keep dying. or the pregnant <laughs> women. They've got uh, ageing, ageing problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, Richard doesn't age. Um, there's a reason behind that. Well, that's um, true. So, um, yes. So, Ben. Ben congratulating Jack uh, on his little plan. Then um, we see him speaking to Juliet. I do, I do like the way that we kind of we don't hear what she says. I think that makes it a Mm. little bit more effective. We just got Jack and Tom, and Tom totally has a crush on Jackie. Like, just so (laughs) nice of him. Um, Tom saying that they've got a history together. Uh, Juliet's crying. She comes out and then uh, asks Jack to finish the surgery, and in return she'll help uh, Kate and Sawyer escape. Um, Juliet then goes and quickly just looks at the video surveillance Which of course there happens to be a camera at every part of this island um, Because they find uh, Kate and Sawyer And then uh, finds Alex as well um, And then they get to another compound This is, uh Sawyer and Kate Where uh, Alex basically is trying to claim that she captured them um, And so this other is called Aldo Aldo, yeah <laughs> Now nowadays, of... do you watch it's always sunny in Philadelphia? No, I do not oh my god! highly recommend it as one of the greatest t v shows of all time um he is one of the main characters on that, so this is kind of, this is a bit of a cameo going on here but ah oh, can't believe you've not watched it. greatest show i uh prefer it's always rainy in Portland that's my uh <laughs> spin off show. Um, I love you. Yeah, like he's great, Aldo Rob McElhone. So he doesn't appear again till season six. Yeah, so he actually does come back, which is very random, but certainly in a Kate episode. Shot by Claire Littleton. <laughs> <laughs> theories. I'm <Fun. laughs> getting interesting, Claire. Yeah, I love how you. Click on theories for Aldo, and it's an empty space. <laughs> imagine, imagine if you read this as you were going through season 3 for the first time, clicked on that what? <laughs> oh, Claire Littleton? What? <laughs> Who would have ever predicted that she would become friends? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Aldo gets knocked out. Uh, Sawyer does. And uh, I do love here when he's like, oh, you fell for the old Wookiee prisoner gag. <laughs> uh, Any yeah. s- subtle Star Wars reference is good. Um so, can- <laughs> Subtle. yes, I didn't you really have to pay attention to that one. Um <laughs> Wookie! I think that's from Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh- <laughs> um, um Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown does Star Wars. Remember when Father The Wookiee? <laughs> the Wookiee. <laughs> um I love here Kate like threatening to shoot him. Um and basically she wasn't joking. Um So, yeah, anyway, they go inside. We find Carl, who is basically sat in front of the creepiest fucking video that you would see Uh at Mona. Um, Like, let's be (laughs) honest, this is a Mona exhibition. (laughs) This terrified me when I first watched. Keep in mind I was, what, 12 or something. But this is scary, Room 23. Even today, it's scary. I mean, does this get explained again, or am I just forgetting about this? Uh Mm, Briefly, kind of. Briefly, kind of. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just... It's like he escaped, so then... He escaped a few days ago. Mm. Hmm. Has he been sitting on this thing, and what are they doing? It's very very unnerving. Well, it's got here the page on Lostpedia, and it is showing a whole... Like, it tells you everything, so I'm not going to go through everything here, but... If you wanna go into specifics here. Think about your life in bold white letters superimposed on a black background morphing into octagonal matrix of symmetrical image squares that include a bee, a mask or face statue art, a black object with a round bottom and three prongs on the top. <laughs> um, so... Tom will be using that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah there's some a lot the... you reading that just made it even more sinister than it I already know. was. You've some You've made the video more scary. Uh, I was the original voice, uh, but they cut my lines. Yeah. Basically, they kept it silent with that <laughs> creepy music. But we um, also we also get that other the Jacob record. Another Jacob record. We do. Which which that's two now, is it? Yeah. Two. Are we just going to keep track of this um, until we meet him? Because that's thing. Yeah, uh, but I mean, on Room 23 page, you click on theories, no theories, it's a blank page again, so there you go. Really? That's yeah. shocks me that they've got theories for, what was the name, <laughs> Sherry? <laughs> <laughs> um, analysis. Room Recurring themes. Juliet works in Research Lab A4, the numbers. Carl is being held in Room 23, the numbers. Imprisonment. Isolation. Sawyer and Kate lock, Pickett and Jason, one of the cages. Imprisonment. Um this is odd. I don't understand this. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh no, that's an analysis of the episode, not of room 23. Oh, okay. Awkward Ben, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> I've scrolled down in the wrong bit. Anyway, uh so they rescue um Carlos, I also love his LED sort of glasses <laughs> things that he's wearing, you know. Early 3D. Exactly. In about? Avatar Um, comes out in a few years, so that's when the whole 3D thing kicks off. James Cameron watched an episode of Lost and was like, hang on a minute. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Blue people. (laughs) Uh, Danny finds Aldo. Juliet catches up with them, saying that he's monitoring them. Uh, Mind you, she tells Danny to leave them, but Danny's like, fuck off. Um, Saying that Ben would rather die than let them go. Um, Jack, mean so. Jack, me, <laughs> I love this. Jack doing surgery and actually does sneak an artery this time around. Like, good old Jack here. Like, he snitched a kidney sack or whatever it was before, and now he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit, I really haven't cut an artery this time. Whoops, <laughs> Ben's dead. Moving on. <laughs> um, um. But yeah. So they uh, meanwhile uh, Carl and Alex and Sawyer and everyone get on the uh, canoe. Danny's about to kill Sawyer, but then Juliet. I love how Juliet's like, "Hey, Danny!" And then bang, bang, bang. That's a great moment. Badass Juliet. I love it. Um. And then she's about she should to have wester- said, "This is a Smith and Wesson, and you're out your six." She lets them go, but uh, Alex has to stay. Why Why does um, Carl have to go with them? Like, the, like this Which is going to piss Alex of off more, isn't it? Yeah, let's hope they've burnt her slingshot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Juliet, meanwhile, gives Kate the walkie-talkie. Um, Kate gets on the walkie-talkie and tells Jack what's happening. Um, Jack tells... Uh, sorry, Kate tells a story. Which I do really like. Great moment. Yeah, it's a great. And it's. Yeah, I love that moment. Just the way she kind of does that and does a whole counting to five thing. Um, There is an article to count to five on Lostpedia. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Um, Jack's tattoo had the number five. Holy crap. Later references. Ah! Two weeks away. Two weeks away, Noah. Um, (laughs) Jack then manages to stabilize Ben. Uh, and then basically tells Kate to never come back to the island and then just hangs up on Kate. Uh, so... <laughs> Don't ever come back, Kate, thanks, bye. He ghosted her. Yep. Uh, Juliet comes back. Um, Jack's removed the tumour, uh, and then basically Juliet saying, you'll go back to the cell until they figure out what they can do with them. Jack then asks uh, Juliet what Ben said to her. Um And then Juliet says that she's been on the island for three years, two months and 28 days, and that Ben told her that if she cooperated and he lived, she would finally get to go home, and then Juliet leaves the room. So that's kind of what you were saying before about how it's kind of sad, the fact that, you know, hey, come here for six months, and she's been there for all that time. Wow. So, really um, sad. Yeah, but so... But this is season three where they they waste a lot of episodes, so they shouldn't have told us what Ben said and had an episode like What Kate Did, an mm. episode called What Ben Said. It's, yeah, and I'm just reading, sorry, I'm reading here trivia. Juliet says she's been in the island three years, two months, 28 days. which means she arrived on September 5th, 2001. The date is within a oh. few months of Desmond. So, well, Juliet missed out on something oh, six God. days later. <laughs> yeah, something involving planes. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, God, oh, I wonder if they ever told her. Yeah, and did you know that the bus that killed uh, Mr. Ed had an ad on it for Apollo candy bars? I thought you could have mentioned, like, Ryan was <laughs> driving the plane. Uh, oh, when Juliet September opens the late. curtains in Miami, a plane with the Oceanic logo flies past. It didn't crash, though, so that's good. Uh, Rachel's pregnancy so test was r- made by Widmore Labs. There you go. How, how, how late... After Desmond or before Desmond? Uh it just says the date is within a few months of Desmond's arrival. Oh. So maybe Desmond was a conspiracy theorist in nine eleven. Maybe he was involved, who knows? Um yeah, not in Portland. I mean, I guess we have a few questions with this episode, don't we? What is room twenty three, I guess? Yeah, what's up with room twenty three? What is the deal with room twenty three? Um Is there something about Rachel? Nah, I think there's something more about Phoebe, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, I guess we could. Like, Mm -hmm. what's wrong with Rachel? Uh, I I think Room 23 is the main one. Okay. I'm just looking here about our answers for previous weeks. Did we answer this week, why isn't Nathan Fillion in movies? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Still waiting. Still waiting. Okay, right. Just, just I'll ask that every week until we finally find an answer. Um, what are we doing with this episode, Noah? I mean, the flashback is quite mysterious and a little heartbreaking. I like Rachel and Juliet's story, and this is so much more fresh than the first six episodes. This is season three when it's good and. The on-the-island stuff is one of the most action-packed episodes ever. It's just go, 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 and so many great moments with Ben and Jack and Sawyer and Danny and Juliet. Ryan. Um, Ryan. So it's hard to really find too many flaws at all in this episode. So definitely a buy for me. Um, I do think this is kind of the end of the Cage arc. Like It almost should have been the first seven and then the break. But it is a great comeback after a 13-week break for Lost fans, So definitely a buy. Season 3 has its low points, but not important. is definitely up there. I agree. I have bought this one. Um, so there is that. Um, and on my rankings, rankings, I have this at 22 out of 56 episodes so far. <laughs> Where do you have it? What's it in between? I always uh, like to know. It is above Live Together, Die Alone, part one, and below three minutes. Uh, let me quickly get my list from like four years ago. <laughs> uh, not in Portland is 27. Oh, wow. Out of the entire show. Which. You know, it's not the greatest episode of all time, but as I just said, it's hard to find many flaws. So maybe that's a bit too high, but yeah. There you go. All right. Well, next week we uh, want to see a doctor Knox because we've got some flashes before our eyes. Um, yeah, which... I mean, we're really on a roll now, aren't we? This is a great episode. It's our first... Um, is it our first Desmond episode? It is our first Desmond episode, isn't it? Well, that's it for that. Big, massive two-parter at the end of last season, but it yeah, oh, wasn't we'll yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch that. I wasn't here for that. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, But, I mean, this is kind of an odd one with a flashback in a way because the flashback's kind of, you could almost say, well, it's not really chronological, but they the way they kind of do it, it's sort of, it's the whole episode as such. It's not really, uh, you know, kind of Desmond episodes are a bit like this, aren't they? They kind of do it a little bit differently compared to what we have. But, uh, I mean, look, Desmond's one of the best characters on the show, so we're not going to be complaining about this, are we? No, this is probably Lost's first real attempt at shifting up the formula, which we'll see a lot in season four, five, and six. And it's a great precursor to the constant. So, you know, the first six episodes, let's pretend they didn't happen. We're we're on a roll now. Well, that is next week. You can be on a roll, a sausage roll, a Swiss roll, whatever you want to be in and tune in. We will be back. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on all the relevant channels and be involved in your favourite exclusive Lost podcast in which we are the only ones that talks about Ryan. That's what happens to us. Um, but until then, uh, my name is Ben and Noah got a boat. I'm just reading a quote of the transcript. There's like no quotes in this episode. Uh, my name is Noah and... Ben loves you as he loved you. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.